here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 106.6 FM in Bloemfontein. It is uh, 20 past 8 o'clock, uh, second hour of the Art of Everything right here on uh, SAFM. You hang out with myself, Bridget Basinger. Once again, we want to say uh, thank you so much for choosing to spend your Friday evening with us. Uh, we know you can be anywhere, but uh, you are here with us. Umoja uh, with a special night in KB with uh, Life is Good. That was, of course, uh, how we kicked off the second hour of the show. We are live on uh, social media. You can find us there. Uh, we know it's a Friday night and you're all of living your best life but uh, if you happen to be at home and you want to be in communication that's the easiest way to uh, drop us a uh, message on Twitter at SAFM Radio and of course you can copy me at Bridget Masinga. We're going to take a quick one and then we come back and uh, we look at this uh, award winning play. It is called What Matters and we are joined uh, on the line by the uh, of course uh, or rather What Remains uh, is, is that's the name of the play what remains um <laughs> and we are joined on the line by the associate professor out at the university of cape town and the writer of what matters uh let's take a quick break we'll come back if you're active on social media and love safm we hope you'll take a moment to like or follow our safm page on facebook and twitter these are the best places to find all the guest information, conversations and stories you love from your favorite presenters along with regular updates from SABC News. And don't forget, you can send your questions to feedback at safm.co.za. SAFM, leading the conversation. Tweet at SAFM Radio and at Bridget Masinga. My apologies to you, Nadia Davids. Uh, the name of oh. the play is What Remains. was a typo on my notes. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> so I was jumping between well, What Remains and What Matters. I'm like, wait, wait, right. which one is which? <laughs> well, it, it does ask about what matters. So I think you, you get to the kind of, yeah, to the elemental truth of the, of the text. So it works. It's fine. <laughs> oh, thank you <laughs> so much. Title. <laughs> I appreciate you being so gracious with it. Uh, Nadia Davids joins me on the line. And uh, she is, uh, of course, the director as well as the writer of this incredible play, What Remains, associate professor out at the University of Cape Town. Uh, and this uh, looks like an interesting play. Uh, tell me a little bit about, uh, I guess, the, the, the synopsis and the overview of, of What Remains. So I started writing it, oh, I think about probably in 2013, mm. and I based it off the uncovery of a huge slave burial ground in Cape Town in 2003 called Presswich Place. Okay. And what happened with the uncovery, there was a huge building that was being developed, um, a luxury apartment block. Okay. And as they were digging into the ground, suddenly there was this incredible discovery, this eruption of bones, quite literally. Mm. And it was a devastating find in many ways, because it was about 6,000 bodies of the cities enslaved oh, and wow. underclass. Yeah, it was, it was shocking, because they'd also been so haphazardly thrown into the space, mm. and not given proper internment. And it led to a huge debate among sort of three different invested um, groups, 
The mm. one, of course, the builders wanted to keep going and mm. build regardless. And uh, there were archaeologists who really wanted to examine the remains mm. and to be able to derive certain historical information. But then there was also a group of people who claimed descendancy from mm. the bones, who said that they came out of this ex-enslaved community and they wanted to have no more violence done unto people in death as it had been done in life. Mm. And this struck me as an amazing and terrible metaphor for our country in that here was literally history, unfinished business erupting mm. from the earth and demanding some kind of reckoning. Mm. And so I wanted to write a play that, that spoke to that and talked about, and so I had all these different um, characters, and then I took it to um, the director and choreographer, Jay Pather, mm. and together we made this, this piece of work that... Um, debuted in, in 2017. Yeah. Wow. So does does the play What Remain then, um, I guess, narrate the story from the perspective of of the, 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 the slaves, I guess, the ancestry, mm-hmm. or from the perspective right. of modern day, uh, you know, a dialogue, I guess, being had by the three vested parties? Right. So it's, it deals with the moment of, of something being uncovered. Mm. And so we have somebody, uh, we have the figure of the student mm-hmm. who's working alongside the archaeologist. But then we also have the healer, mm-hmm. who is a figure, it's a Cape Tonian woman, someone very close to my community, who I grew up with these women who have may not be educated in the way in which we think, but have tremendous knowledge mm. um, and the tremendous, tremendous ways of knowing and understanding the city. And um, and then Jay, who is an amazing choreographer, said to me, you know what, I think this needs a dancer mm. as well, somebody who can narrate these unspeakable stories. And so we had this amazing dancer, Sean Orff, who became the, the kind of figure that embodied the, the narratives of the enslaved, the kind of ghost figure mm. that emerges from the bones that everybody then has to, to engage with and deal with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and... More recently, we did a published version of the play, and yeah, that's why I'm more interested about it now. Oh, yes, I did hear about that, that for those uh, who perhaps might miss it on stage can yes. can now actually go and, and read the play because it is fully published. Um, but That's maybe true. before we even get to the published version of the play, I, you know, I'm very intrigued by, by, mm. by this particular story because I think it touches mm. on many thematics for South Africans, uh, you know, uh, ancestry and heritage as yes. it relates to, to modern day, what is sacred, yes. what is not. Uh, you know, who deems something to be sacred or not even, yes. I, I guess, in that sense. Um, and, and, I, and I would venture to think that when people have gone to see the play since its inception in 2017, even mm. amongst the audience goers, there's been a very uh, polarized emotive reaction to what they've seen on, on stage, particularly so if they're from the Western Cape region mm. where there's often been uh, an ongoing historical debate about what is significant and what is not. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think you've articulated it so beautifully. And, there, you know, there was a moment when I was doing the research where there were lots of community meetings around the subject when everything was very heated and the debate was very, very difficult. I mean, mm. in the end, the property development went up. Of course, there was yes. A moment, of course, <laughs> but there was a moment where a woman, and I think she was from the Burkhap in, um, in, in Cape Town, and she got up and she said, 
because everybody was saying, oh my goodness, how did this happen? And how do we uncover these, you know, how, did, how do we not know about this? And she got up and she said, I went to school in Presswich Place. Mm. We knew it was haunted. Mm. We grew up knowing it was haunted. My question to the city is, how come you didn't know? Mm. And this struck me as such a powerful and potent way of understanding how we remember differently, mm. how stories are passed down, and how when you're not part of the powerful group, for a long time, when you belong to the constituency of the dispossessed, there are other ways of having to remember and mm. to know. And the sense of knowing at some level that this space was haunted, or well, whether or not you believe in spirits, in mm. another way, of course it's haunted. It's haunted with everything that hasn't been resolved in the country. Mm. And, um, and yeah, in the Western Cape, that has a very particular way of exposing itself because we have such a long history of struggle around the city center especially mm. about who's allowed to be in the city center yeah. and how that works and so yes yeah, that was a very important part of, of wanting to write it and think about it mm. i mean nadia as you recount the story of of the lady in the audience uh, you know mm-hmm. who asked the question uh, why does the city not it's crazy because i've once had this conversation on radio about uh, you know the concept of institutionalized memory um, right. and that in itself is just another mind-boggling thing because you and I can literally be walking the exact same path, filtering the exact same history, um, yes. and yet the the recording of it in our memories and, and the, the fragments of it that we choose to deem important mm. or not are completely different. Um, you know, and that's a whole conversation for another day. Yes, that, I mean, that's absolutely true. But then we also, of course, in South Africa, have a very specific struggle around what was the state memory and what yes. was allowed to be archived and what was allowed to be spoken about. Mm. And then pretty much the rest of the population, the vast majority of people living a very, very difficult and tortured reality and having to encode memories differently. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really so much of, you know, when we talk about this kind of work and what remains is just one of the texts, I think, that, that looks at this. There's so many other beautiful South African works that, that are also struggling and grappling with this idea mm. of how do we remember and what do we remember and what do we do with that memory when we have it. Mm. Mm. Oh, Nadia joins me on the line, Associate Professor out at the <laughs> University of Cape Town. Uh, of course, writer, award-winning writer, an award-winning play, uh, What Remains. Um, and now the play is is in published form as well, which is uh, beautiful. Um, so for yeah. those who might not have the opportunity to be able to see it physically, uh, we now can actually get ourselves or get a hold of a copy uh, and read at leisure. Yes, that's right. I was very lucky because Wits University Press published it and they do they do wonderful publications of plays. And mm. what we tried to do with this one is um, we wanted to include the choreography in it because it was such an important part. But we mm-hmm. didn't. Jay wrote up the choreography, but not like, you know, two, I don't know, whatever, padded de pirouette, I don't know, choreography. <laughs> but rather he wrote these sections which emotionally evoked what the dancer was doing. Mm. Um, and he approached the text when he staged it in a very interesting way because he said, look, when I think of a body moving, mm. I also think about it as something to be read mm. and, and that there is information in everything that I'm seeing in a gesture. So just as there's information in the text and mm. what's written, there's also information in movement. And so he brought those two things together on stage and then we, we worked to reflect that in the in the published version as well. Interesting. Now, was that in itself 
an interesting task for you, especially, I mean, I presume you've never had to do that sort of, yeah, I I wonder what it would be called because now as we talk about, Mm. you know, the pirouettes and all that stuff in music, Mm. that would be called noting it, right? Because, yeah, so in, in dancing, I wonder what that would be called. Right. I mean, I'm not even sure because he, we didn't work on it. Well, Jay didn't write the, the, the choreographic notes up in the yeah. traditional way either. So we were kind of trying to break some new ground with this text in how we reflect performance. Because mm. that's the thing about performance. When it's staged, it's very hard to, of course, recapture or describe yeah. what's happened on stage because it's live. And that's the beauty of it. Mm. Um, yeah, and of course that's also been just a, a side segue. Something that's been so lost in the last two years is this ability to go to theatre yeah. and to sit in a room and have that communal experience. So it's nice that it's coming back as well. Mm. I mean, this already sounds like such an interesting body of work and, and an interesting collaboration uh, between yourself yeah. and, and Jay Patha. So for, mm-hmm. for those of us who want to get a hold of it, uh, is it possible to get a hold of it? Uh, yeah, it should be. I think it should be at all good bookshops, as far as I know, as I think independent bookshops in Cape Town, Clark, the Book Lounge. And uh-huh. I, as I understand, the exclusive books is also carrying it. And I maybe love books in, in Johannesburg. I'm not completely sure. I'd have to, yeah, I'd have to find out where this is a terrible thing about writers we often <laughs> attend to these kind of very important questions of <laughs> practicality we're like um i think it's in a bookshop somewhere. <laughs> it's no. but as far as i know it is available listen you task us to to go out and be proactive readers ourselves because right. <laughs> i feel like once writers go it's available at a reputable bookstore like <laughs> yes and online i do know that it is available at like loot and, and yeah it's, so it is available online at, at various um, I love it. Now, once the play is out there, because now it's out there, Mm. it's out, you know, it's out there on stage. It's been out there for for, for, uh, many, many moons of of a Sunday now. It's out there in written, published text. Uh, You know, for for you sitting back now, taking it in, is is there a different... I, I guess, is there a different response, be it emotive or physical, that you have to the works at this particular stage and to the story even? I mean, it's such an interesting question. I think when you, so I I work in different forms as a writer. Sometimes Mm. it's an essay or written a novel. And the thing about a play that always is so wonderful is that it's collaborative. And Mm. so you go into a space and you hand your work over and it can, you know, it's made alive in a different way Mm. by actors and by dancers and a choreographer or a director with an extraordinary vision and so it becomes something that feels very shared mm. so I feel like there's been all these different lives for the work so there's been a time when I've gone to watch it um, and I've seen it you know and the thing a, a play is alive and a slippery thing it changes night to night mm. like you want your actors to do what they're supposed to do yes. <laughs> in, night in the same way but they're human beings so things kind of shift and change as well so I think one always just has a changing relationship with um, with the play because you never know what it's going to look like the yeah. next time you see it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and I mean, and really, some plays it's advised to 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 see it more than once and to see it with yeah. with every season because, as you've just said as well, you also filter your own emotions, uh, you know, on any given night uh, as you take in that that performance. So that that two way exactly. dialogue between yourself and the performers. Uh, becomes an interesting interpretation with each and every single night that goes along. Uh, Nadia, right. uh, 
Sorry, you wanted to add? No, no, that, no, no, that's exactly right. I'm just agreeing with you. You've got such a succinct and clear understanding of it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, Nadia, no, thank you so exactly much true. for taking the time. Uh, we will definitely be on the lookout for the play. Uh, that was uh, Nadia thank David's. Uh, the play is out. What Remains is, can be found at a reputable bookstore near you. Uh, look out for it. Uh, go check it out at uh, Exclusive Books would be your first point of contact. Uh, and what I love about them is if they don't have it, at that particular store, they'll definitely point you in the direction or order it for you to, well, order it so that it comes through for you. What remains a play in one act by uh, Nadia Davids and, of course, the choreography uh, by Jay Panther in that one. It's just gone. Thank you so much, Nadia, for taking our call. It's just gone 25 to uh, 9 o'clock as we enter the uh, final half an hour of the show and entering the music marathon, preparing to wrap things up and make way for Mandla.